Hello, welcome to the Above the Clouds podcast. I am your host, Gaina Turner, and in this and my future episodes, I'll be talking through all things expat and living in the fabulous Emirate of Dubai, to starting my own online fashion business and manifesting, plus being a mum to my two children and setting financial as well as life goals to achieve absolutely anything. So good morning, everybody. Happy Friday to you. I hope you're really well. Um, By the time you're listening to this, it will actually be the summer holidays. I'm actually having to pre-record my summer podcasts um, in preparation for us traveling. Um, So we actually go back to the UK for almost four weeks in the summer. Um, And then straight after that, we go to Italy for two weeks with um, our in-laws or the grandparents. Um, And we've been doing that for for years and years, certainly since the children were babies. Um, So yeah, and I'm actually going to be staying the majority of the time with my parents um, and obviously some sleepovers with uh, my sister-in-law. I'll probably go and see my younger sister as well, although she is getting married this summer. Um, So I'm sure she'll be very very busy. But um, yeah, I was just thinking practically it's probably not going to be ideal trying to record a podcast while staying at my mom and dad's because my dad is retired now so he's at home an awful lot of the time so I just don't think he would get it at all <laughs> um and probably think who who am I talking to um so yeah so so apologies that I am pre-recording these um ideally normally I like to do it sort of um you know when it's actually happening but uh yeah this is my first year being a podcaster so I'm having to plan these things in now um but yeah so I hope you're, you're really excited for the summer and the summer holidays if you if you have children um I say, although I'm recording in advance, I have already planned out the summer completely. Um, I've got everything on a spreadsheet um, and I have to do that because I have to make sure that we do all the things that we want to do. Uh, We spend plenty of time with all of the family. Um, We sort of factor in a week going to Wales with my mum and dad. Um, We have a day out planned for London, which we've got booked in already uh, with my sister-in-law, which is always fun and always 100 miles an hour and we literally walk miles and miles in that one day um but yeah so the children have got uh, a wedding rehearsal as well so so they're heading on up to oxford um and just lots of fun stuff lots of nice days out lots of time outside which um we'll, we'll be so ready for ready for because obviously it's, it's extremely hot here now um but yeah, so I hope you've been organised and sort of got your got your summer planned. Um, because again, I've mentioned it before, but it does help um, the overwhelmness. It's, it tends to sort of make you feel a lot more in control. It helps you to look forward to the holidays. Um, otherwise, it's an awfully long time to sort of fill, really. Um, you know, and you want to enjoy the time with your children, um, you know, and, and just sort of appreciate every day. So I think planning is, is the way forward with it. So yes, I hope you're going to have a lovely summer. And I'm feeling very summery by recording this now, you know, I cannot wait to get back to the UK. Um, yeah, very, very, very excited. So in today's episode, I actually want to talk you through um, when myself and my friend had a market stall, um, which was back in 2004. Um, And we actually started a market stall because we both had a love of handbags um, and in particular sort of vintage handbags. 
Um, and we were really good friends anyway because our, our husbands were, or, boy, or boyfriends at the time it was, um, you know, were, were sort of best friends. Um, they used to DJ together all the time. Um, so then me and her would sort of go, go and meet, uh, meet Richard and, and Paul her boyfriend at the time um whilst they were DJing together and then we became really really good friends um and it's funny isn't it sometimes you 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 meet somebody and they're just your kind of person you know you're just like-minded and uh, like the same kind of things and um I just adored her sort of straight away as soon as I met her um so yeah so we became quite close and then we were socializing together sort of most weekends um and then over time um we just came up with this idea to start doing a market stall um selling vintage handbags um and I think the idea had come a, come about um we must have I don't know either visited at the market stall um or the market, sorry, um, beforehand, or I don't know, we must have seen something somewhere uh, sort of advertising this market um, that gave us the idea. Um, but yeah, in the custard factory in Digbeth in Birmingham, it's a really cool uh, sort of arty um, sort of area that has really cool bars. And at the time, there was really cool like boutiques and um, sort of vegetarian cafes and things like that. Um, but yeah, every week they actually did an, an indoor market stall, uh, market stall, I keep saying that, market, sorry, um, selling all these really fab like vintage clothes, um, accessories, jewellery and handbags. Um, so yeah, so we started started coming up with ideas for um a name um, as well as what we wanted to sell as well so um, after much deliberation and I think it was my idea and now I think that was probably a bit (laughs) a a bit much but we actually came up with the name polka dot choo choo Um, and then my friend who who was really really creative um, and she's just brilliant to all kind of graphic designy type things and um, you know, sort of wording for things. She came up with a, a slogan, um, and we actually handmade our own business cards. I think we went to Hobbycraft and um, just went crazy buying all pretty coloured paper, and it was really, really fun. Um, sort of planning, um, you know, this stall that we were going to have. And um, I don't know how long it took for us to to get the idea to then actually um, being in the market and actually having our own stall. It was probably a few months. Um, But yeah, so she designed these uh, these business cards. Um, And then we started going around um, car boot sales looking for really nice vintage bags. Um, And that took a while because, you know, it's not every day that you find a really lovely vintage bag, especially not in a car boot sale. Um, But we did find some. And I I do remember one visit that that we made. Um, We did manage to come away with quite a few. I think they were sort of 60s, 1960s type bags that were um, sort of silver and gold um, thread running through them with really pretty clasps. and they were just adorable and they were only quite small bags but sort of metal um metal chain handles um so we we did manage to pick up a few of those eventually o- over a number of weeks um and i think some of the some other bags as well um and then that was it i think we we decided on on the date that we could we could next do um 
do the stall so we we sort of contacted the organizer and got something booked um and we were really really excited just to get get started uh, the funny thing was I actually had a part-time job at the time I, I worked full-time but then I, I worked on the weekends as well um as I always have done I've always done something extra um and I handed my notice in it was working at uh, Kingsbury Water Park um and I actually, actually handed in my notice for my job saying right I'm off now um you know I, I'm starting a market store with my friend you know and it's going to be really successful and um and yeah sort of left my job to go and pursue this um you know that this this sort of business idea that we had um but the trouble was as and this is talking purely about me here what I never used to do in those days was plan very well or um budget very well because thinking about how much money we actually put into the setup of this stall it was probably only I don't know 40 pounds or something maybe 50 pounds um you know and you're not going to get a lot of stock with that um plus what we never really did was put any money into um display um things you know nice sort of things to actually display the bags to make them look really nice um sorry if you can hear the washing machine in the background there um but yeah just I think if we would have just put that extra little bit of money into it um you know it would have made our store look look fabulous because these bags were lovely um but that was it so on the first Saturday that um that we were doing it we drove into Birmingham um loaded up the car without our sort of uh, our, our stock and and various bits and pieces that we had um and yeah, oh, and I bought some paper bags as well to put the, you know, anything that people bought into these nice paper bags. Um, so yeah, and so so we went off to the, the custard factory early one Saturday morning. Um, and again, Richard was watching me sort of, you know, what's she, what she up to now? <laughs> so yeah, I was off to, to sort of uh, go and have, have a, a good day's work and, you know, c- come back with loads of money. And um and it was so funny because we were so much and still are like two little old ladies. I had packed like um, I had this really pink um, picnic box and I'd sort of put sandwiches in there and chocolate bars and things like that. And I think I had a, a, a really lovely flask. Um, so I'd got a flask so we could have a cup of tea as well. And uh, and so we we went there and we got, got everything set up and... Um, you know, we we were all all finished, got everything displayed, and um and then we sat down. We were like, it's time for tea. Let let's have a cup of tea now that we've worked so hard. <laughs> um, so then yeah, we, we'd often sit there and have a, a cup of tea and a chocolate biscuit after all the manual labour of having to set up your stall. Um, and some of the stalls in there were absolutely fabulous. And there was a girl that always had the, the prime position um, in the market, the first stall that you saw when you walk in. Plus, it was in the window, so anyone walking past could see her stall. Um, and it was huge, you know, she'd got a good couple of tables, plus loads of racks. Um, and she'd got things hanging up on the windows. And everything was so colourful, you know, she had such a range of coloured coloured sort of oh all sorts of things like ponchos and really cool vintage clothes um but really really lovely vintage bags as well in every color you could imagine um plus I think at the time there were uh corsages were, were very much um 
in fashion so like they're sort of flowery brooches um, and she had a load of those as well and cute hair accessories and things so she had a load of stock but it was really lovely um, and I think she used to customize things herself as well uh, but do it really really well um, so it was like being in a in a sweet shop you know going go to her stall um, but she was there every week um, so obviously she she got the prime position but um I remember me and me and Emma talking to her and sort of um, asking, you know, how, how have you done today towards the end of the day? And I think she'd made a good few hundred pounds. And uh, me, <laughs> me and Emma, well, you know, seriously, some days, I remember one day we sat there all day and I don't even know what we'd sold to make this amount of money, but we made 50p <laughs> all day and you know, but we just loved being there. We loved handbags. We loved having the day together, just chatting rubbish um, and looking at everybody else's handbags. And quite often we would end up spending our own money just buying other people's bags. Um, so not the best business model um, at all, but it was such fun. And honestly, we just used to be laughing the whole day and just having a whale of a time. Um, and occasionally friends would come up and visit us um, on the stall. But it really, really was fun. But I think sort of the I actually learned valuable lessons because I'm actually due to start um, doing markets here in Dubai, um, in addition to my website and everything else, um, because it's very much a done thing over here, especially if you're selling clothes. Um, like I've said before, it's, it's very much a networky place. Um, so there are some really lovely um, sort of evening markets um, and events that go on where you can actually, um, you know, sort of sell your products. Um but they're done really nicely and people can often eat there and have a drink whilst they're looking around and browsing. Um, but it's now that I'm actually preparing to do, to do markets again that um, it's just come into my head, you know, how much fun it was doing the, these markets. But also all the lessons that I learned by doing it um, and how I'll do things differently now. Um, I mean, the first thing that we didn't do um, was that we weren't consistent um, because we were both working full time at the time we didn't want to dedicate every single Saturday to doing this market store which was really funny because I think oh my, you know you, you only get out what you put into things don't you but we, we just didn't want to um, work that hard I don't think <laughs> or um, sort of commit ourselves um, you know because we had so many other things that we wanted to do on our weekends um, you know we certainly didn't want to devote any any extra time um, to the market but um, so yeah everybody else was there every single week um, and hence why you know most of the stalls got you know either prime positions or really good positions um, but me and Emma the majority of the time we were actually stuck down the corridor <laughs> there was sort of like a little uh, walkway where you walk down to the toilets um, it was all in the same room so it wasn't sort of out of view of anywhere and it was quite a small room as well but but yes, yeah, so, so we'd often get stuck down there and then we'd feel really miffed that, oh, it's not fair that we're down here. Um, but yeah, but but this other girl, obviously she was she was there every single week, hence why she got the, uh, you know, the, the best position in the in the market right in the window. Um, but yes, I think we used to feel quite miffed that, um, that that we were sort of pushed down the down the side. However, we never said anything about it. We just went along with it. Um 
but yeah, so so that that was the first thing was not being consistent. Um, you know, just just doing it. I think it was probably every every couple of weeks that we did it, or maybe every three. I can't remember, but um, but yeah, so so that that's definitely the first thing. So I will be doing sort of regular markets, um, and I'm also lo- looking into getting a permanent position somewhere as well, so that people know where to find me, um, and then obviously they can try things on. Um, you know, and just just have a browse, which pe- people love to do. Um, so yeah, so that's the first thing. And I think what we used to do, and again, I think this this was the majority of my idea, but because the amount of stock that we had um, didn't necessarily fill the table that we had, what I used to encourage us to do was sort of fill the rest of the table with really a load of junk. <laughs> you know sort of brightly colored bracelets and um I don't I can't even remember just like little purses and things like that but the those items weren't vintage um but they were colorful and sort of visually appealing I suppose um but it wasn't tying in with a brand because you've got these vintage bags and then where did these these sort of other items that we had on our on our store fit into what we were trying to say um so looking at sort of you know your brand or what message you're giving out or or sort of what's it that you do what do you specialize in um you had no idea looking at our store um plus the fact that everybody else just had a plain um tablecloth to display their their sort of products um and good stands and things like that which we didn't have um but i'd chosen a pink gingham tablecloth again because I thought that was really kooky and really cute um but it took away from the actual products itself so I think I have learned as well to strip things back um just so that the product can actually be seen clearly um you know and sort of displaying things properly and and in a sort of elegant way um you know we'll sort of sell your products so uh, so yeah that that was a, another big lesson but also, I don't really remember replenishing our stock either. <laughs> so if we did ever sell anything, which was incredibly rarely, and considering every other stall in there, they were doing regular business, um, sort of any time that we were there. You know, people had customers and people had the, you know, sort of customers that were browsing and spending a lot of time talking to them and trying things on and all these kind of things. Um and I say, me and Emma just used to sit there and think, you know, what do they have that we don't? Um, but I say now I can very clearly see, you know, it, it only has to has to sort of be, be one or two things that are off on your stall that will completely put somebody off even coming to have a look to see what you've got. So I say the fact that half the table was full of, of you know, just naff um you know beads and things like that um plus the fact that we were down down the corridor um you know it it all just makes a difference and then I say when we did um sell a couple of things every now and then um we don't I really don't remember replenishing our stock um I may have remembered that incorrectly but I certainly don't remember going around any uh, car boot sales once we'd actually started the market um because again that probably seemed like too much hard work um so yeah it, it's just so funny looking back on it because I've sort of come full circle now now, now that I'm actually looking at doing markets again um 
you know, and like I say here, markets are, are very much a, a, a thing that you do if you do have a clothing brand um, and they are really lovely markets, you know, and it's a great way of meeting people, um, but a really great way of getting your name out there um, because Dubai is a small community in that way. Um, and I say with the networking groups that I've joined as well, um, it's such a, a, a fast way of elevating your business really quickly um, and getting your name out there because people really talk. Um, and there, there was a lady that had bought one of my dresses uh, last week and she'd actually said um, she'd had so many compliments on her dress. Um, and so she was then telling everybody where she'd got her dress. And I don't know, I think it just tends to work a lot easier over here um so it will be really lovely to actually go out and sort of be um talking to people about what I do but also implementing those lessons that I've learned and one thing that I always remember very vividly now is whenever I am buying stock for my stall um you know don't put anything in there that you're not 100% sure about or that you wouldn't buy yourself um and I think it's so easy to do just to sort of make your your stand look more full or your website look more abundant that you've got more things to sell on there. But I've stuck by that principle the whole time since I've started, since I ditched the pink flamingos when when I started uh, designing my travel products is um, stick to that key principle of making sure every single thing that you sell is beautiful and every single thing that you sell is something that you would want to buy yourself Um, because if you don't, you're just using filler products and it will bring down the whole image of your whole brand. Um, And Kelly Lundberg is brilliant. Um, She's on YouTube and she's on Instagram, but she lives here in Dubai and she runs courses all about branding. Um, And she says time and time again how important your branding is. And your branding is you, basically. You are your brand. Um, So never do anything that will um, sort of cheapen your brand or, um, you know, will will sort of uh, settle for something rather than really striving for quality and striving for for your values, you know, and things that you want to be known for. Um, you know, it's, it's just so important. And for me, customer service is a huge part of what I'm doing because I genuinely care. And because I am an online shopper myself and have been for years and years and years, as, as most of us have been. Um, but the difference in getting great customer service compared to really bad customer service can make all the difference. Um, so, yeah, I think it's so, so important to um, get back to people quickly, to offer solutions if they're having any problems really quickly, um, but also to offer that sort of personal touch when you're you're sort of speaking to your customers, um, you know, and, and sort of um, offering to help them um, because you're far better off um, giving, for example, somebody a very quick refund if there's something that's not suitable for them. Um, rather than like some companies do, they really fight you all the way to refund you. Um, 
but I, I don't want to do that because I think customers are far more likely to come back to me, um, you know, and trust me if, you know, something that they bought isn't suitable, that they get a quick refund and it gets resolved very, very quickly, um, you know, and then everybody's happy and then they will tell people about that because I think you do tend to, to spread the word, you know, if you've had a bad experience, but also if you've had a fantastic experience as well. So, um, but yeah, I say it's so funny look, looking back on those days and, um, you know, it, it's, it's completely different now that I'm doing it. Um, having learned so much about business since starting my own business. Um, but yeah, sort of things like having a budget in place and having your accounts all up to date because any money that we did spend on the stall, which wasn't very much at all, um, we never logged it anywhere. We, we never sort of uh, pot, popped it on a spreadsheet or anything like that. Um, and I say, to be really honest, we hardly earned any money. And I think, I'm sure we had the, the store for, it was over a year, I think. Um, but yeah, I say quite often we would go and spend any money that we had on other people's bags because we liked their stores better than ours. <laughs> um but yeah, I say, you know, it, it is just a very glaring example of you get out what you put in. So if you're not prepared to put in some money to make your store look really great, um, plus being out there every week so that you get a good, a good stall, um, you know, people, people aren't silly. People can clearly see if you're trying to wing it or, you know, trying to cut corners, um, but yeah, I don't think any of us are like that anymore. You know, my, my, my friend is uh, very successful in her career and it was just a really fun learning curve and it was never meant to be anything serious, but we really, really did have a whale of a time. I say, and whenever we talk about those days on the stool, we just were in fits of giggles because <laughs> we're just like, you know, we didn't want to do it every week because that's far too much of a commitment. You know, why would you do it every week? Um but yeah, great, great times. And I'm really glad that, that we did it. And uh, yeah, it's still very funny now. But yeah, it's, it's funny. You do learn lessons from these things. So I will never use filler products, um, you know, and, and all those things, you know, they, they stay with you. But but yes, so I hope you've enjoyed my my story about our market stall. Um and maybe you've done things in the past that are now sort of filtering into the way that you do things now, um, you know, that have helped you improve the way that you do things um, because everything's a lesson isn't it even if you don't realize it at the time but yes so I hope you have a fabulous weekend ahead um, you can find me on instagram at gainer above the clouds my online store is above the clouds.boutique where I offer a 10% discount for your first order um, and if you've enjoyed this episode, if you could follow, rate and review, if you have time, that would be incredible. And I would be so, so grateful because it makes all the difference in um, where where people can find me um, on the, the various channels. So, but yes, in the meantime, I hope you have a wonderful weekend and I'll see you next time. Bye for now. <laughs>